welcome back to the closest corner. We have guest three. So we've lined them up for you. When did I lead off? We had Rob Rose. Okay. Now we have Dave Stavali, uh, who's one of the directors that's actually been visiting us for the Northeast kickoff this week. And so, first off, Dave, what do you think of the artwork for the iTunes cover? It's pretty good. Uh, you haven't looked at it, which I, I will only find mildly insulting. Um, I mean, you know, this was a bit of a shotgun interview. You know, sure. wasn't given a ton of time to prep. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. But, I mean, it looks like I mean, there's a lot of time was put into this. Yes, yeah. it was. Thank you, 15 minutes. I mean, we are legit. We talk about how the company's growing and how big we're getting. Right. Now we have our own podcast. Yeah, we're yes. a multi- we're what, multimedia empire. Not through, not through legal, Rich Coleman. Sorry. Um, oh, well, we might have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Already starting right. off with the edit. Rich will be the fourth guest. Um, and I can't spell. Yeah, you can't find it. You can't find it. We're, we're you there. You get, you know. We have three five-star reviews. You're in the app store, not on the podcast and, app. And, and we are trending. To go, uh, so there's a little conspiracy. People wondered, how did Tom get on here as the first guest? Some people thought, you know, his Glassdoor review yeah. went from 91 to 90, and this was a way for him to get back up to 95, 100. So we were going to be a vehicle for him to gain popularity. Okay. Not surprising. Um, yeah. So we sort of went out there, and, and we got him on. But we're excited to have you on, obviously. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the, the Closer's Corner. I don't know where we stole that from. I think we stole it from someone. Yeah. I think you're about to take credit for this. Oh, wow. That's my beach. That's I'm going to have to start this whole fucking thing over. No. That's, part of, that's part of it. That's part of your life. I mean, you were working on a 10-minute build-up there I know. to take credit for the idea, Yeah, which was, I mean, yeah. it, it, was, it was going was, really well. It, it, okay. it, I think it was This is idea. on the record what you should have to say right now. No, I think it was my idea. Yeah. No, um... It's a strong, strong build-up. I will tell you, in the last hour, um, I have told a few people about this idea. And, yeah, and received well, right? I gave the Northeast credit in general, and right. it, was received, it was Jeff's idea. It was received quite well. This is on the record that it was my idea. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I emailed it out, too. I emailed it too. I mean, uh, it was one of those things. It's funny. Um, Jeff's always been a, a big media guy. He's one of the people that we lean on in the region, in, in particular, when it comes to any type of integration, ship station, ship links. Ship rush, what certain shopping carts can do, what software behind it, whether it's Medellin or whatever it is. And when he emailed it to me, I think it was right around Christmas yeah. break, it was just like, it was so obvious, but not so obvious. We're like, how did we not think of this years before? Because all of our salespeople, when they're in the cars and they're driving around, that's all they're doing is listening to podcasts right. as they're looking out the window for old school knocking on doors, which is an approach, as you know, that we're shifting. And you're one of the people that is leading that approach um, as far as helping us get more a little bit more organized on how we go to market, how we do things, how we reflect back and look at the data that comes in, right. how we streamline that data so we get better hits. So it's an exciting transformation the company's going through. I think everybody knows that. But before we get into that, help me sort of help our listeners, the three of them that are out there, um, <laughs> that, <laughs> help them sort of how you started, when you started, because you've had many different roles within the organization. Mm-hmm. I do think that as people come in now, they want to know what can we do? Right. You know, it, it doesn't have to be. You've had many sales roles. You've had a few sales trainer. You've had a sales trainer role. So you've gone and run the gamut, which is really exciting to have you on because you've done so many different type of jobs within the organization over the course of what sixteen years. Mm-hmm. That I think um, it'd be good for people coming in to see. Hey, there are other areas outside of just AE or sales management that I can really make an impact on the organization from now into the future. So. Right. Uh, give us a brief uh, rundown of sort of when you started and sort of what the different um, jobs that you've had within the organization and so far and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, 
to keep it brief is tough. There might be some editing. This, <laughs> yeah. but, um, Mostly me, but yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to uh, to meet uh, Tom Adine and Brenda Newman, right? Names mm-hmm. that, that everybody knows um, about a year out of college in Chicago. Okay. Uh, so, you know, uh, that, that, that franchise group um, and uh, as a, um, you know, maybe not so witty, career-focused 24-year-old was, yeah. was, was given a bit of a leash and um, worked in the Chicago suburbs and uh, got an opportunity. Uh, I went to Western Michigan. Okay. Um, so for... <clears throat> for the people to know what, where that is, Grand Rapids is only about a half hour away, and I got the opportunity to move back to Grand Rapids and essentially start up an, an office, gotcha. um, really, after about 18 months, right? And, and I bring that up, you know, not so much my story, but to think of where the company has come from, you know, that... 16 years ago, we were giving people that opportunity to go sure, move right. yeah, <laughs> and yeah. start an office, you know, uh, having a, a year and a half of, of tenure. But it was great. I learned to, you know, I always, um, I haven't said this in a while, but run my own business with somebody else's money. Right. You know, that was the thing because at the time, Medine moved to Dallas um, okay. and originally started his stint down there. And I sort of did my own thing in, in Grand Rapids and was able to, um, you know, mess things up a bit, but then uh, get get it going. So worked in uh, worked in that capacity for about four or five years. And then, um, you know, it was funny. We used to have our trainings at the Park City's Hilton. I remember For that anybody age. that yeah. remembers that. and. I can still think as a super impressionable 24-year-old what I thought of our sales trainers. Uh, you know, to, to throw some names out there, uh, Lisa Klinky, Kevin Franzer, Joe Judson, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Nantista, right? Sure. You know, yeah. So, you know, we'll see if that gets edited out or not. But Yeah, you know, Brendan Newman, Dustin Wesley, like that group. And for me, that was just always something that was really attractive to right. me. So when I did have the opportunity to move to Dallas, uh, I, I jumped on that in 2010. Uh, did a bit of a freight operations position, which I think that exposed me to a ton. National carriers and the contracts and the tariffs and all those things. Right. Um, so I did that for a year and then did kind of that sales training role myself uh, with Brendan and Dustin in, in, in 2011. So... 2012, moved back to Grand Rapids, and that was probably, if I think about trajectory, you know, we had an, an, an awesome run. If you think about the timing, coming out of the recession, the freight market exploded, the company exploded, and we had an awesome run, really, from 2012 through 2015, 2016. Yep. Work with some awesome people. You know, I, th- I think that was probably, um, you do make your own luck, but I, you also have to be put in, the, in, in good situations. You know, Adam Luby, James Vinagoni, Nate Alice, right. Andrea Hodges. I mean, an awesome, awesome group of talented people at Worldwide that have been career performers and are, are great performers for us today. James Vinagoni, by the way, is uh, not to, not to, yes. he is the East Coast ASM of the year. I was supposed to announce that tomorrow, Jeff. Sorry. Yeah. Um, well, this podcast will air <laughs> after the announcement. Cool. Happens. Yeah. Um, We're not spoiling anything. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, I don't know if you said this this morning, uh, coincidentally. Is it good? But, I definitely said it. Well, I think you said, or no, you know what? It was your email. Yes. So your email you sent out last week that you forwarded mm-hmm. to me this morning about the most um, fulfilling role in the company, Yes. ASM. I will tell you this. I think about my time with the company and, and what was the most enjoyable, the most fun, the most fulfilling. It was that period yeah. uh, that, that I'm just describing roughly 2012 to 2016. 
uh, in, in Grand Rapids. So I said it's, funny this, that it's, it's funny. I've said that and repeated that. It, for me, it was Baltimore. I mean, we had a good run in Boca. We call it Boca. It's our South Florida market now, 14, 15 years ago with, with Brian Fike and everybody down there. But I'm much like you, when I got my opportunity, 18 months, moved to Baltimore, didn't know the area, didn't right. know anybody, just tried to not get shot as I went through. Yeah. Camp, uh, camp Tough thing to do. <laughs> whatever it was. It off. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. When you knock on doors everywhere, it's like they just think you're like Jehovah Witnesses or the FBI. People just right. literally leave you alone. They're like, what are these people here for? Um but it's that crew, that initial core, that the core four that you had of people that, you know, you're in your early 20s or mid 20s and you're all sort of having the same experiences and you're all trying to build something together that's bigger than you guys. But collectively, it's it's really, really fun. There was a lot of hours back then, a lot of, you know, good times. Worldwide Express has always had a great culture. Yep. And then to see some of those people, like you said, James Patagonia and what they're doing right now, or it's Dave Trussello or Evan Ahern or John Sheehan, and to see that all of us in the franchise model still have those people on our legacy tree that now, I mean, James Lenagoni was with you and been around 10 years. Right. Now, still, he gets his shot years later as an ASM, and we probably have 35 ASMs within the, uh, you know, the, the East region or East Coast, and he was number one from a performance yeah. standpoint as far as building and developing, and then his growth was great as well. So it's, uh, it's funny to see those stories and watch those people develop, and then you see them on stage, you see them win awards, you see them win money, but what is so cool to see is that legacy tree, that coaching tree of them then impacting and then the next generation and the next generation. So I, I look at Venagoni as like a you know, like a, a fine wine Medine would drink. You know, he's he is he is consistently getting better with age and tenure at worldwide. I, I agree. So I mean you've had a ton of success through the years. What one thing we want to do is try to figure out maybe some of the practices that some of the highly successful people here do that kind of outside the job. Like what are some of the things that you've done through the years that you kind of attribute some of your success to some kind of outside the skill set of worldwide um, that you implement in your life. Yeah, I, I think um, you know when you when you grow up a fat kid and um, <laughs> <laughs> you're out of the gates. Huh? Yeah. I wasn't going to say cats out of the bag. I'm glad you went there. <laughs> yeah. No, I um, here's. Uh, here's how I look at it. Great now, by the way. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You know, the silver flax gray is, is. I appreciate that. Well, the problem is, you know, I have I have somebody, you know, I have a stylist in Grand Rapids and Detroit, right. as I spend time in both places, and they sure. both told me no in December. So, you know, we're sitting here on January 13th, <laughs> and my last dye job is in November. So it's a bit of a problem yeah. right now uh, that we'll fix on Sunday. But. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it's, really not, it's not bothering. Yeah. Yes, yeah. no, but no insecurity is coming out here right now. So you either f all right. I think you either fit with this company or you don't, right? So think about the tenure of the three of us, or who you're interviewing today, or all of all that just the lights just went. The out. lights hit like the that. middle of the green screen over there, not the lower lower. The go. the lights on our career just went out. <laughs> by the way, They're, they we, we just been re replaced. Um, so what I, I when 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 people ask that question, think about phone reviews or, or your buddies that you meet, or as you ex uh, expand your own social network. Um, I think that some of us are really normal for worldwide in terms of how we're driven and how we think about work and all that. Um, and most of my buddies have always thought I was crazy, right? They 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 nickname me Captain Intensity, 
right? And that and when I and that goes for like organizing things and and on the golf course right. and on all of that stuff. But for the group of colleagues that we all have, it's it's all super normal. It's normal, right? Yeah. Like, and so I think there's just and that I don't know if that's specific to worldwide or right. that's just you know whether maybe it's people that um, are successful or are they're not. But I think I think we all have our addictions, uh, and and that can be a good thing if you if you channel it correctly. But right. competition and the early morning stuff, you know, that's for for me that has well, has never changed. Ooh, this is gonna be good because you're you're yeah. way too early for me. No, well, you're already texting, so I figured I had to bring you back in. You did, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's because we stopped talking about Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you asked me a personal question, yeah, yeah. and Will went right you to his phone about your answer. For the record, right? <laughs> I've tried to make this day about him. So, for what's the first your couple routine? Hours. What's your morning? What's so your morning like? yeah, so if it's um, if it, if I am um, if I'm you know not headed to the airport and, and, and not doing that, um, I'm generally a you know four forty five four thirty wake up like gym five to six five five to six thirty. You want to bed around that time, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. One of one of the things I was uh, Jeff to your question. One of the things I was really worried about on this trip that I was going to be totally out of my routine because I was going to have to stay up late with Will. Right. So I'm you know it, when I go two days without a little bit of the the, the physical you know r- r- routine right. I'm mentally a disaster gotcha. so Wednesday morning I'm screwed you know Wednesday morning I'm in trouble if we have yeah. to edit that out but that's good I, I think that's we're all creatures of our routine a lot of mm-hmm. our salespeople, a lot of our account managers or even if you work at ops they all have their own individual routines and yep. for those of us that travel a lot it's easy to get out of those routines and when you go visit other markets it, you can be off your game a little bit which is what you you know never want to do so you really have to be cognizant of, am I going to get this time in here to do this, to make these phone calls, or am I going to get up and work out in your case? Right. What's that going to be? Because a lot of people that move around and travel, that's the hardest part. You're sleeping in a different bed, you're outside of your element, and you're trying to grasp on to any routine you can to keep things going. Because that's when everybody's good, is when they're on their normal routines and right. doing what they normally do. So um, what do you do to help, help combat that? Because you travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a lot of whether it's directors or, or ASMs that are, are managing the bigger areas that travel a lot too. Is it is there anything that you do to stay within that routine even though you're traveling, or is it just like hey, I just sort of take it as it goes? I think that. I like, mean, what's your strategy tonight or tomorrow? <laughs> are you just going to go with it, or what? Do you I don't do? know. I mean, if you Google Houdini, um, <laughs> I don't know what comes up. You'll probably see a Houdini one of these two nights. Yeah, no, it. no. The old um, Irish exit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, right. done. <laughs> well done. Well done. No, I. I mean, I look. You have to have balance, right? Whether whether you can get through the whole week and uh, you know you catch up with your your time with the kids, or I mean, here here's the one thing I, I will say nothing you know sleep is the most powerful thing sleep is even more powerful than the workouts more powerful than a great day at work I mean at, at some point you got to catch up uh, after after burning the oil a little bit um, you know and I, I think that that's important um, I have no idea how I'm going to bring this back uh, right now okay. but you know I think here's you know cut it. Jeff you asked a, I think to, to that question maybe a, a better answer you think about like long term and how do you do things and how do you remain consistent over, over time, right. right? You think about so we get that Monday morning email from Pingboard and you're talking about the anniversaries, right? And you, as the company's grown, you see a lot of one year, two year, three year, and then it's like then you see the boom, you see the twelve year, you yeah. see thirteen, you see sixteen, and you see all that. I think that 
no matter how you're wired, as we discussed, we're all wired maybe a certain way, but you have to be able to sort of take whatever punches were, were thrown at you and then get up the next day with sort of an open mind, like fresh mind, no matter what, and come back to it. Not, not every day is going to be great. Frankly, not every quarter or every year is going to be great, right? Whether 2019 was great for some of the people, Will, that we're talking about, or, you know, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a rebuilding or a growth year or whatever that is. To just come with that, I think, positive, fresh mindset, no matter what happened the day or what happened the week before, mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of, of having long-term success and, um, you know, being able to grow in your career. I think it's like anything, like almost like being an NFL quarterback, you throw an interception and it's almost like you forget about it. It's like right. next day, next drive, new challenge, and, and don't, you know, put any negative energy towards your next day because it is another day. You can, that, you know, you can knock on 30 doors, you can make 50 phone calls and they'll say no, but that one yes is what sort of keeps you going and, and, and keeps you sort of fulfilled a little bit. Because right. at, at the jobs, especially at the account executive, account manager level, there's a lot of stuff that happens on the day that, will, that could get you down. Right. And I think it's silly and cliche, but the power of positive thinking does get a lot of people forward and everybody forward, and that sort of usually leads to success. So when you're developing yourself, you know, we're talking about just, you know, overall development, you know, are you a book guy, you know, podcast guy, besides closer your store? Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I am not a book guy. I, um, frankly, uh, I do spend a lot of time on, you know how to read. Um, I do know how to read. I do know how to read. Um, Western Michigan has the best eighth grade reading certification in the Midwest. So I, I, I did it. I did pick that up uh, 20 years ago. Um, but so I don't generally go on LinkedIn to like try to sell in my in my role now, right? I don't. I'm not trying to connect with people to sell them business or mm -hmm. expand my network or anything like that. But I do look for a lot of like positive, um, inspiring articles okay. on LinkedIn, and and, and I, I do a lot of that reading. Um, you know, I know a lot of people do it in sort of their downtime and and, and, and their travel. Um, you know, I, I kind of like to put on the music and and, and zone out to, to keep the mind fresh during during that time cool. what is one thing that now is reflecting back in your career 16 years in that you wish someone told you like day one like the best like if you were giving your younger self advice right what is one thing you could say dude if i just knew that or if i just listened to that or if i just knew a little more about what was in store for me going in i would have done this or this or this differently i think um getting emotional uh, in, you seem like an emotional guy. In, 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 in business in general. <laughs> I told myself I wouldn't get emotional here. Did you see Bill Cowher or Jimmy Johnson this weekend yeah, when, they, when they did that? That was so cool. The Jimmy Johnson yeah. one was awesome. Yeah. 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 I actually saw the tweet after to Adam Sandler about who would have thought that these two coaches from your movie would be all <laughs> You were sitting there, right. two coaches with yeah. the water boy that were that's right. Potential Hall of Famers down the road. So, um, so you know, I, I spent um, I've spent the majority of my career in a, in a customer facing sales role, right? So right. whether it's an AE or ASM or um, even director of sales, but uh, so I think I'm thinking one customer facing, right? Every time that you want to either make the phone call or say something or you know respond in a, in a negative light I think the best advice somebody can give you I think especially when you're younger and maybe you haven't faced as many of those situations is to you know maybe 
walk away, right? Or um, whether you delete the email or you hide the email and if and maybe think about it the next morning, right? Gotcha. Or the next week or, you know, the voicemail or the text that, that you don't respond to. Nothing good comes from getting emotional in business. Gotcha. Um, and you know, look, that's probably... That's probably something you could take to your, your personal life too. Mm -hmm. But I think whether I think about a lot of the customer stuff and, and a lot of the people that you you work with kind of step aside for a minute or a night and pick it back up. And if you think that that you want to make that same response mm -hmm. or that same decision, then maybe it's that it's the, the right decision then. But I, I wish somebody would have told me that a long time ago. So sure. going back to your field days now. Yep. Back into the late eighties, early nineties. Mm -hmm. um, funny field stories. What do you remember from being out the field? <laughs> we can the first we can, we can censor any of this. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the we first, but we can't. <laughs> the first one that comes to mind, and um, you know, this might tie some of this conversation in together. Um, but you know, when you are uh, in 2004, Worldwide Express, yes. uh, we're, we're told to call on every door. What did you tell me about W.B. Mason? W Alicia Gursky, Alicia Gursky, who, who just hired every door, every floor. Okay. And so that's so, W.B. Mason's motto. And so that was sort of like right. old school. Worldwide, yeah. Old school worldwide, yeah. So I've mentioned that, you know, just to, really throughout my career, I've had fantastic mentors. Um, and I've been lucky enough to really, for the most part, have them be the same mentors. But when I started off, uh, Brennan Newman being my sales manager, um, you know, we, again, call on every door. And if, yeah. you're, if you're not sure, we'll go call on it, right? And then that will sort of, whether you learn something for in that door, you learn something for the future, you'll kind of, within the, you know, a couple of weeks, kind of narrow in and have an idea of what doors to call on or what doors not to. Right. So uh, well before ASOs, um, in 2004, I called on a dog groomer uh, in Naperville, Illinois. Dumb and Dumber is just going through my mind right now with the, with the poodle. That's just the way my brain works. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of how I felt was dumb and dumber um, after I did that. And um, I, um, <laughs> I I left Newman a voicemail about wh whether I should do that or not and if it would be a lead. And I don't know if I was trying to, yeah, I don't know, do my job right or whatever. But that was my first and last call on a dog groomer. Sure. Um, and that was, uh, you know, something something good to learn. Well, let me ask you, now that you're talking about your old war stories and being out in the field, you're, and I, and I touched on it in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. You're one of the major um, parts of our change because you're quarterbacking a lot of this. Let's call it what it is. Right. You can call it control tower, and you're leading a lot of new initiatives within the company, and you're collecting a lot of data. We're working with Bain, pushing it to Bain, Bain pushing it back to us, and you disseminate it out to the sales directors, ASMs, and things like that. What is the most exciting thing about what you're doing right now? Because you're really on, you're the guy that's on the cusp of you hear things before you know the rest of everybody does because you're in the meetings and right. unfortunate enough and there are other people that do as well. But what are you most excited about of what you're doing right now and how it's going to impact the organization? I, I think the by the way, Jeff, that was an excellent question. Was a kiss uh, Jeff's question or the one you just asked? Both. Got it. <laughs> yeah, he's talking again. That's why. <laughs> um, you know. I, I think the idea to be on the cusp here of impacting change, mm -hmm. um, you know, we could sit, you know, we could, uh, you know, B Bain is very PowerPoint heavy, all yes. right, right? And the they're, rubric they're, heavy, too. The rubrics. And, rubrics. And, <laughs> and, and, and we're going to align this podcast <laughs> and, uh, right. you know, uh, anyway, they, uh, you know, they, they detail things very well. 
But where I'm going is a lot of these topics and sort of the, the cornerstone of, of what we're changing in lead gen and coverage model and ASMs and AEs and, and hiring and all those things. We, we, we knew that we needed to do something as we have gotten to this level as a company, right? Call it $2 million. But we never were really, you know, there, there was never this sort of vehicle to do it. Sure. And, and, and to me, Bain, along with all the VPs, directors, and, and especially the ASMs that have been around for a while and that are putting so much input and so much of their own time in, you know, what we're calling their night job into making the, 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 these changes, we all knew we needed to make these tweaks, and now we're, we're doing it, right? So to see that on all these calls and all these meetings and, and to see it actually happen, frankly, a after all these years, is super exciting. Right. And, and the, you know, the idea of, you know, you think about all the, the conversations, whether they were over a cup of coffee, a lunch, a beverage about we should, we should change this or we should tweak this. And we really can't to do it at this scale, I think, is, is the most exciting part. And, and I think everybody and I won't speak for you, Jeff, but you've been a, you're a senior ASM and you're a guy that's been around 15, 16 years, right. sort of like what Dave's talking about and sort of putting into the place. And it was sort of like this thought of the podcast. I think it was a little bit natural for us to. You're like, hey, wait a minute. We had all these different franchises come together. Now they're all corporate stores. Everybody's got best practices. Then there's a whole bunch of artificial intelligence and just right. data out there, data mining of our own mm -hmm. customers or, or data mining out there that you can buy um, leads. Like, why haven't we thought of a better way? Right. It was so obvious. But then to Dave's point, we really didn't know how to do it. And I think Bain was the precursor to be like, okay, That's right. here's how we're going to push forward. And then... The exciting part is because I know you, you're a part of a lot of panels and, mm -hmm. and uh, Hartman's group, um, that they're making those changes. So from your perspective, what are you most excited about when you see those changes? Because you're in the downtown New York City. There is no knocking on doors to like, or right, right. rumors. Yeah. There's a, hey, <laughs> yeah. good luck getting in this building. You know, here's your, I need your ID. I need to scan your bag. I need to, oh, right. by the way, if you're here longer than 20 minutes, this thing's going to go red. You're going to be tackled by right. police. You know, it's it's a different different world, man. right? You know, yeah, and I mean, I think it's uh, it's to what Dave said. I think it's the evolution of the company. Honestly, yeah. you know, it's things that we knew that we needed to do, but we kind of needed needed to formalize it. I mean, right? We've uh, we've fly by the seat of our pants for call it almost two decades at Worldwide, and yeah. you know, I think Dave is a you know an instrumental vehicle in kind of getting this thing going in the new direction. Nice. It's it's also I, I, I mean. It is nuts to be in a meeting after all these years where we're talking about AI. Yeah. And, yeah. And, <laughs> we thought that was Alan Iverson. That's all we cared about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, that's, you know, and uh, I'll tell you too, I think, well, to the, you know, that, that question. Um, I've probably learned more in the last, you know, five, six months, more just new when it comes to technology and how all this works and that your point, the data mining and, you know, how we pull leads and how um, systems talk to each other and, and everything with NextGen and Salesforce, right? Like right. that, you know, so you know, timing is a big part of life. I think I'm, I'm super lucky to sort of be involved in all this. But um, the fact that we're changing and the fact that we're doing it with kind of the, the state-of-the-art, um, you know, I think that the leading-edge companies, state-of-the-art technology is also exciting. Nice. Well, I think we're gonna. You want to? Yeah. Do you have any other? Now I think. Uh, questions? I guess last question. Next Detroit team to win a championship. Oh wow! I don't. I wouldn't even pass. I don't know what to pick. Not the Pistons, right? You just pick Chicago from that point. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's. Um, 
really there, there, there's no, yeah, that's <laughs> right. The yeah, I, uh, the Browns. <laughs> uh, there's no, there's no channel. Just, just cheered in the background. He's one of our subscribers. I, uh, I, so I, um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a super user. user. He's a super user. <laughs> um, I was, I was, I was working, uh, I was working together with Clinton in, in Cleveland in, in December, and uh, we had kind of a fun little Christmas party at Dave and Buster's. And I walk into the bathroom, and I crushed him at Papa Shot about three years ago. He still hasn't overcome that <sighs> mentally. There, you talk about scars, battle scars. <laughs> Ask him about that one because I think he's never been the same um, mentally. He is good, so that <laughs> is he is good. So that is is if you if that's an athletic, that's true. if it that's an athletic pop shot is an a, a <laughs> measure of sport. athleticism. It, it, it's a silly sport that he got very upset about. I think Trisello beat him too as well. So he wasn't even. He, I don't know if he was in the top three. Trisello, like from somebody who did not know Dave at all prior to a few years ago, and if I got to know him a bit more, he likes sneaky competitive. Yes, very he'll good. he'll he'll sneak <laughs> up on you. Yeah. And kind of have a smile and beat you and walk away. Yep. Um, yeah, in, at David Buster's in Cleveland, where, where if you're a city or a team or a franchise that just has NFL championships from the 50s, 1950s, <laughs> and not Super Bowl championships, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's pathetic. I tried to break, I told my cousin, I tried to break up with the Lions um, in 2008, and they sucked me back in in 2011. So now nine years later, I'm like Still getting close yeah. to breakup stage again. They're going to come but back with a good year next year. Jeff, there's yeah. no answer to your question. Yeah, I'm, at, I'm at a loss. No. Okay. Yeah, really. well, I'm at a loss. So we're going to go, I don't know what you want to call it. It's not the Blazing Five or a Blazing Seven. So we're, we're going to ask a couple of sort of quick hit questions for you. First thing that comes off of your head, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt at some point in your life? Uh... Senior tour, golf. Gotcha. Steal a line from the actor's studio, what is your favorite word? Actor's studio, they always ask, what is your favorite word in the... I know you don't read a lot, but apparently in the dictionary, <laughs> it's filled with words. That was such a bad answer. There was like a moment for him to process yeah. that where I got really awkward. You the lights are still on. You can pass on any one of these questions. Yeah, without yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. All right. Okay. In the Northeast, this was a question that someone in the Northeast asked Vince Vaughn. What is your spirit animal? I'm sorry? What is your what is your spirit animal? We all have a spirit animal. What's your spirit animal? You can't pass on two, so you know, you know. You can't? No. <laughs> <laughs> A, you're, this is, you're a lion. You're a lion. Well, you know, we talked last oh, week. Yes. Like, can you, you know, could you give me a little more prep on some of these questions? No, please? you're fine. That's yeah. the whole point of it. You know, I mean, Vince Vaughn answered house yeah. cat. Yes. I thought that was a good answer. Yeah. What was his rationale to a house cat? I, he's like, it's right. lazy. It's docile. <laughs> 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 you know? like, um, okay. Here, here's a good one that, again, off the top of your head, uh, sort of same type of thought. Actually, not the same type of thought. I'm reading the line two. You've got dinner reservations, party of five. Okay. Okay. You pick anyone in history to join you. Who makes the cut? Who makes the cut? So um, I am. Um, I, I'm just a big old school, you know, mafia movie kind okay. of guy. And um, I, uh, you know, the Irish. Yeah, Irish. Did you, well, did you watch it? it? So it's yeah, three hours. I heard. I'm gonna go. Yes. Okay. I'm okay. gonna go. Yes. I took. Um, you know, uh, over uh, Thanksgiving week, right, or, or, or Thanksgiving break, I took two different sittings yeah. um, to watch The Irishman. I will tell you, so it was a good movie, like scale one to ten, I'm going to go seven. The I think you have to include, there's a conversation 
Okay. That is on Netflix mm-hmm. of That's Scorsese, uh, Pacino, De Niro, and Pesci, wow. where they're in like, you know, and, and, and this would sort of be my dinner reservation to a- answer your question. It's like they're in the back of this restaurant by themselves, like an old school sort of, you know, Italian like steakhouse. And they're all, they're all having a beverage just talking about o- over the years, right? Sure. Going from, you know, whether it was like Raging Bull or whatever the first movie that Scorsese and Pacino did to Irish and how everything's changed over time so um very cool if you haven't what you have to like that's that's as good as the movie if not better cool. okay. but is that five or do yeah, you want yeah. that it's five yes yeah. well, Ray well no that's well, Adam Ray Liotta that's for um Ray Liotta would be. <laughs> yeah. he's five okay so yeah, he's yes. five he's five I don't know that's just you know that's just kind of how where I, how I grew up and I, I uh you know but watching all those movies and trying to think I was like cool like those guys, which really you know was was so basically was not the case. Anybody in the history of the world, you're going to go with the guys from Casino and Goodfellas. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> yep. Um, what about worldwide people? You got a top five worldwide. You have dinner. Who, who, who are you hanging out with? This is by far your best question. <laughs> I just Thank you. for I for the record, like. I, I think... Well, Jeff, we're a team. I yes, have to bounce you yes. on him first. But you actually yes. thought of this one. I'll I did. the credit in there. Yes. Because um, you're about to offend yeah. 1,100 people here. <laughs> That's what's amazing about this question. This question is awesome. This should be like a survey monkey, by the way. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm going to start with... You're one, so you can only pick four. It's a party of five. Yeah. Right. So no. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you definitely... I mean, I have an alter ego that comes out less and less, but Cliff, you want Cliff there. Right. You, yeah. you definitely want You're Cliff there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. I, um, I did not uh, expect that in the podcast. I'm not going to lie. You put that in my mouth, but I'm going to go with it. Um, and, Andy Luciano. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You get, I mean. Is that I, the number one pick? Is, is, is that I probably the is. casino Goodfellas thing? I mean, maybe there's a trend. Right. Maybe there's a trend here. You know. Connected worldwide guy we have. Yeah, there you go, you know? we kind of stick together. I, I mean, <laughs> the um, my favorite dinner. All right, in in I my guess. in my worldwide express history, and this and that, so again, Will's engaged because <laughs> this, this was his. It's gonna. This be was his dinner right? reservation. This oh, was his so dinner reservation. Grant Pangborn, if you're listening, I had so much shit about that dinner, and I knew it was gonna be good. Um, what is the name of that restaurant? Cafe Monorado. Cafe Monorado. Okay. So, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, whole, I mean, just your, you know, and, and, and for those, I, I think a lot of people know this, the, and this might be the best restaurants in general, right? Yeah. I, um, I, I am allergic to fish, so my dinner choices are sometimes limited. So I always stick with the Italian place or the steakhouse, right? Sure. It sort of it is what it is. The best restaurants, in my opinion, are sort of a hole-in-the-wall-ish or off-the-beat-and-path Italian joint. Yep. And Cafe Marano, yep. okay, is that kind of place in a strip mall, yeah. nonetheless, yeah. in kind of a seedy-ish area of oh, Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Yes, very seedy. For, for that There's crew. A horse track down the world. So, are we early in seventeen? Are we in April of seventeen? Are we in April of eighteen right now? I, it could be eighteen, maybe. 
I'd have to think of it. I want to say it was 18. Yeah. I want to say it was 18. And that was by far, this was a director, uh, a a post-director meeting dinner with um, a big chunk of the corporate crew in Dallas. And um, it was my favorite worldwide dinner because it suited people like Luciano, Cliff, myself, (laughs) very, very well where you have... You know, the, the, all the food comes out, and then out of nowhere, out of like a movie that you couldn't think was true, like the record stops for a minute, and it's all hip-hop music from, you know, the, the 90s, and even some sing-along music, and it was coming from the cook <laughs> that was also the DJ. Yo, cuz, that's what he said. Yes, yo, cuz. Yo, cuz. That was turned up, and... We just took yes. over that place, and it, it, it was a, it was a good. Yes. Hey, we can never replicate that. That's the thing. Yes. I mean, if, if we try, it won't be as good. So, so, so that um, that is a fond memory for sure. Um, I'm gonna go with um, with, with Clinton Squadroni. Yeah. Okay. As well. Um, make my cut too. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, Clinton and I, um, well, Clinton and I were rivals um, for years. I was in Grand Rapids for a long time. He was in the region, right? So the territory butt up, butts up against each other, uh, and we would never approve our out of territories. Uh, we wouldn't respond to emails, and then um, you know, three, four years ago, of denial of an out of territory. Oh yes, hundred percent. Like, Does this go to that emotion thing you were talking yeah. about earlier? It's just yeah, it's emotional. Is is this? Will do you have a couch I can lay on? Because I, I forget. It's like going we're about to get to <laughs> right. Um, so I I drove to. Um, I drove to South Bend. So when we when Worldwide got into this director structure and this this essentially the structure of what it is today, and Clinton and I essentially had to work together on more things. I was like, all right, well, we, we supposedly hate each other. I should probably go hang out with this guy and get sure. to know him. And we had a uh, a fun night uh, in Elkhart, Indiana, and uh, he's always been on my list ever yeah. since. It's yeah. funny not to go back to the Papa Shot thing, which will annoy him like crazy, but. <laughs> That's when I got to know him because I didn't really know him at all. I mean, everybody was in their own silos sometimes at the franchise. Yep. And so we didn't get out much outside of your little groups. And, um, you know, Trisella and I, I think probably Hartman was, you know, clowning around at some point there. He stayed out late night with us and it was a, it was a phenomenal time. He was so funny. And it was just, uh, it, it, I remember us, well, I think it was probably in Denver. We were walking back together at some ungodly hour. Right. And, um, it was just listening to him and his stories. I was just rolling the whole time. So it was good. I would have to, and uh, whether we're on, again. whether, <laughs> hey, there you go. whether I, yeah, I, you know, I feel, I'm a decent learner. <laughs> I mean, what do you think of this place? This is, this is the head of Draw Mac Entertainment right here, production studio. I mean, ever since I saw, you know, it was, it was the combination of uh, Joel Clumet number two. <laughs> um, I, that, by the way, got the most views ever in worldwide history. On really? Yes. Beat Madonna Seven views. Beat Madonna by like a thousand views. Seriously. Which Madonna? I mean, I feel like there's been a lot of those yeah, a lot of at, at many different weight classes. And oh yeah, dude, that's so, so great. He fluctuates. I just keep old footage. Yeah. The picture up there left, but that was one of his best. I think Jeff took that. What do you What do you think of his luxury reading glasses that he is? <laughs> do they fold? Sort of to each other. I th- I think they do. Yeah, it's very you know it's TSA approved. <laughs> That's great. I, I see them. There's some they have right now that are like magnets where you can, uh, you know, you just take them off and you can actually put them back up. I don't know how to TV. Oh, it was up there. There it is. There it is. Wow. 
Do you think he ate that whole steak in that picture right there? Wow. <sighs> well, does he get to hear this podcast what before or after he goes? <laughs> He's gonna hear it. Way after. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I I will tell you this to to wrap up the question. Um, John Hartman is one is in my top five at Worldwide Express. He's in everybody's top five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you know, we really should ask him that question because <laughs> it would expand the field a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and I've I've had the uh, I've had the pleasure of doing a lot of you know, Medine is never the funnest guy at the dinner. Yeah. Okay, but Medine dinners are usually is usually a great vehicle to have a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, so you know. Okay, well, look. Um... Dude, I appreciate you coming on more than anything. I think we're, we're trying to get this podcast thing again. Jeff had a great idea, and I think we're going to sort of refine it yep. as, as we go along. But, you know, you were one of our first guests. So, you know, um, I appreciate you taking the time. And here's to look forward to a, a good uh, Northeast kickoff tomorrow. And Excited. And get you on some video doing some fun stuff that the company can see through Connect. So, Jeff, do you have anything else you want to add here? I would just hope this thing recorded. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did. It did. All right, Dave. Okay, Dave. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. I'll bleep out the fuck. That wasn't too bad, right?